velvety soft bath hands and some real thud in the back, leading to moments like this and McConaughey, and he's snaking his way through, and in Clark to Glanville, fucking a singer is standing, waiting, pouncing. Big Joel makes his a double. Oh, he's gone through on his own. Josh Matabesi, ender of worlds, destroyer of walls. Spencer whips it away. Beautifully done. Gavin scores. The two young bucks who underline their love of this place earlier in the week. Orlando Bailey and Max Ajomo conspire in thrilling fashion. Hello and welcome to the Bath Rugby Plug. The rugby podcast by the fans for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. My name is Gabriel and I am delighted to be joined by Bath number eight, Nahum Merrigan. Nahum, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Oh, thank you very much for having me, mate. I've been told, Nahum, this week that recently on the podcast I've been a little bit too negative. Uh, I think Richard Burt tweeted me saying that if I can't find any positives from Saturday, then I need to find a new club. So you're <laughs> here to kind of bring a few more positives. How does that sound? I'll certainly, I'll certainly try my best. I'll try my best. We will, of course, be talking about the defeat, close defeat, I must say close defeat to Rivals Gloucester on Saturday. Talk a little bit about yourself, Nahum, and then look ahead to, to Saracens. But first of all, congratulations on your first premiership start. How did you, how did you find Thank it? Thank you. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, man, I was I was buzzing. Um, obviously, getting your first first start, especially at home as well, in a which looked like sort of sounded like a, a full a full wreck on a on a Saturday afternoon was um, it was awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was disappointing we weren't able to just quite finish the job, but um, no, I was I was over the moon. It was it was it was great to get get my debut. Were you surprised by the intensity of the game or is that something that, that that kind of came naturally given the progression that you've made through the academy, Prem Rugby Cup, a few appearances off the bench and then finally the the start? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely stages to different competitions. So playing in that Prem Cup game the week before against Gloucester, um, the intensity is definitely different. Um, and the sort of the physicality as well is very different but um, no I was I was sort of had a rough obviously a rough idea what I was going into obviously playing a few games last year um, some of them quite quite high minutes as well so I sort of understood the demand of what was going to be asked for at the weekend and how have you come out of it Tuesday evening as we record are you feeling fresh and, and kind of good to go hopefully not another one to the the injury list no, no, I'm all, I'm all good. I'm all good. Ready to, ready to hopefully go again this week. Hopefully. How did you think you personally? How do you think the the team performed on Saturday? Uh, and how do you think you you you, you performed yourself? Uh, I th- I think as so we we looked it into the week like we definitely felt this was a massive opportunity this week to where we can hopefully get that get that win that we've been desperately looking for for the last four games before that. Um, we spoke about like reasons why, how we feel as a, as a group um, before the game. And I genuinely, genuinely felt that it was, it was right there for the taking. And we were, and I, I felt we were definitely the, the better side. I mean, we were, if I think it doesn't take, it doesn't take a, someone 
who even doesn't even know rugby to look at the stats and go, wow, we've dominated possession, we've dominated territory. Mm. If our line-out worked and if, if our line-out worked, we're not lost seven line-outs, we're coming away with that with a with a win. Um and that that's been the frustrating part, I think, from the messages we've been as a group, we've 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 noticed that every week there's we've managed to get ourselves back into the game really well. But um we we need to get everything functioning. Some weeks we've had our scrum functioning. Like in the Gloucester game, our scrum was really good, uh, but our lineup didn't function. And then the other week our lineup was brilliant against London Irish, but our scrum didn't function. So I feel like as soon as, and I think as a group as well, as soon as we get that whole, the whole package of scrums working, lineups working, dominating territory, dominating collisions and things, we're going to be, we're going to be right there. And we, and I think we know that as a group as well. We're, we're that far. We're so close to getting it there. But, um, what do you think went yeah. wrong at the, at the lineout in particular or on Saturday? Obviously that was, yeah, such a, a key reason as to why that, that valiant comeback came up short. Is there something that you guys have looked at like today or yesterday that you've gone, oh, it was our timing or it was our calls or it was just Gloucester being good or just us not executing? Is there something that you can put your finger on or was it just a combination of, of kind of everything? Um, I, I tell you something, it was, it was flipping difficult to hear the calls. Look at the crowd was, the crowd was so noisy. It was, it was actually very difficult to hear the calls coming from, from Quinn. So, um, obviously I'm not going to play the crowd or anything <laughs> like that, but it's, um, it was really difficult to hear, but I think it's Gloucester are very, obviously with them playing us the week before, I feel like they, they knew our calls and they managed to catch onto our calls very quickly. They saw we were winning the ball front, um, quite often. And, and when we did that, we actually scored twice from that. Um, so I think obviously for us, we, it's difficult because we obviously, we know we're winning it at the front and we're getting success from the front. Sort of why would you change that in that respect? If it's working, don't, don't try and fix it sort of thing. Um, but I, I think to be fair, I think I have to, we have to give it to gloss. They defended it really well. Um, I think we, I think we were unfortunate not to get, not to get a penalty try when, when Ackerman went off with a yellow card, but I'm not, I'm not going to, slate the refs or anything like that. they've they've made a decision at the end day we've got to we've mm. got to be we've got to be better in ourselves to put ourselves in a better situation to win the game um yeah what what's being said Naam at half time like, it seems like in a lot of games especially since the Bristol game the the second half has been a much better performance than than the first half is it something that is there a reason that you can identify that why those second halves are, are better? Is it changes that are being made or is it just kind of a bit random at the moment? Um, it's, it's difficult to say because obviously the first four games I've not been involved with, but mm-hmm. I think on in the Gloucester game, I think we, I think we identified that they're, they're going very, they were going very hard at the breakdown. Yeah. And in the first half, we were, we were a little bit sort of a little bit slow to, to get in there and facilitate the ball as fast as we can. Um, so like we cleaned up our, we cleaned up our ruck rolls in terms of speed to the ball, um, body height and things like that. And I think another massive thing as well, I think was collisions. I think we I think in the second half, we definitely won a lot more collisions, which I think showed in terms of us having possession and territory. Mm. Um, and I think that that's the, that's the main thing. I think if you look at, 
if you look at um, it's different like the other games we've had when we're when we're winning collisions we look very calm we look very we look very uh, composed with the ball and without the ball as well I think it's when we're losing collisions I think that's when we're starting to I think sort of worry and panic a little bit right we need someone needs to step up and make that big shot for example Mm. um but it's it's frustrating because obviously as a team we can't we can't leave it to the to the last 40 every week and (laughs) the clock runs out in that respect like we've got to we've got to get it going from the off um so i think it's i think it's a thing it's definitely going to come but i think it's a thing that it's going to be it's just going to be what we when we look back at it, it's going to be a little a little killer for us. And I think from my side, like it seems like when we start to when we start to do all those things you've spoken about, it's the referee and the interpretation of the breakdown and these other areas. It just starts to come on our side, and I guess that kind of all rolls into one. Like if you are winning the collisions and your breakdown drills are better, you're going to get on the right side of the referee. And I think. BT Sport showed a statistic in that second half from 50 minutes until sort of mid 60 minutes, the last six penalties had all been Gloucester. And I think that combined with those things you said had a massive impact on, on the turnaround, which was, which was good. But, but as I say, ultimately just fell a little bit short. What was the overriding emotion in the, in the huddle afterwards and in the change rooms afterwards from, from you guys? Um, I, I think it was, like I said, man, I think it was, you look back at it, we were, we dominated the game. We dominated with, with possession, with the territory. Um, and we, we were, we were that close, that close to winning it. It was just this small details that, that sort of lost us the game in that respect. If I line up, like I say, if I line up functions where there's no reason why we're not winning that game, because I'm always being a massive threat this year mm. um, with the amount of tries, amount of tries we've scored. Um, is that, so, is, that been a, is that been an even greater emphasis this season than Maul? Because I feel like in last season that you obviously you didn't feature as much, but Bath tried to use that as a weapon but weren't able to. And this season, again, trying to, but seemed to be having more success. Has there been kind of more emphasis on it or is it just the same emphasis but kind of done a little bit better? Um, I think it's I think it's a mix of, of two different things. I think Johan is a, is a coach that is he's massively massively likes the mall. He likes the drive. <laughs> um, and he said that from week one, when he came into preseason, that the forward pack, we're going to maul teams this year. And from when you look at it, we've got a massive, massive amount of success with it. Um, I think obviously it's, it comes, I think we're quite fortunate that we've obviously last year, we struggled with, with second rows, obviously with yours, being away. McNally having a uh, obviously a bad injury last year and things so like I think it comes down to personnel as well I think we've been we've been very fortunate we've obviously with Dave coming in who's a very experienced lineup forward uh, same as Quinn as well um, our options have come uh, our options have got greater um, so now it's it's definitely more we're all, all a collective and we know exactly what we've got to do and how we're doing it and we do it in, in the week when we're training. We're competing against each other every time we do it, knowing we've got to get better. And if we get better and better and better, we're, we're going to be brilliant at it. And I guess another area of emphasis, particularly when you come up against Gloucester's, that other side where you're more defence. I think mm. thinking back to last season and the success they had against us, that was the basis of the, the, the more and 
the way that they were able to get on top in that area. And I think again on um, on Saturday in the first half, they they um, they were strong in that area, and and it must have been something that you guys were were keen to to, to get right. And I think did in that second half. Yeah, I mean, it, we we looked at it going into the week that in the, in the in the league, the two best drives are Gloucester and Bath. Mm. Um, it's statistically, so um, we can be like, but we need to know we can't be great one side of the ball, which in, in the weekend was our attack. And then we can see, but we conceded two more tries. I think it was. Mm. Um, so I think it's in terms of more defense. I think it was when we looked back at it, it was some, it was some individual, um, some individual errors because no, like we're never going to fault anyone's effort and whatnot. But I think it was just a slight, a slight individual error or slight individual tweet that needs to be made. And if we do that, we're still, we're stopping them. Um, but I think we've also got to, I think as well, we've got to show we have to have the same intent, both sides of the ball. It can't just be right. We're going to score here with the ball in hand when we're mauling. And it's the same with the other side of the ball. We've got to stop them here and they don't, don't come through us. It's such a massive element, part of the game though, isn't it? Like you see with teams now not kicking at sticks as much as I think they used mm-hmm. to and kicking into the corner and kind of backing themselves, the more and the five meter more attack and defense is, I think it's like the most important part of the game. So, and particularly when, mm-hmm. when you play Gloucester. Um, but yeah, I thought from yourself, you probably don't want to talk about yourself, but yeah, I thought it was a really good showing. Um, and yeah, surely so yeah, some, that. showed some physicality and, and, and got stuck in, in those areas. How, I don't know if you want to, but how did you feel you, you, you played? Um, I felt like I had an okay game. Like I, I I'm quite, harsh on myself I sort of I want to be sort of a perfectionist in that respect mm-hmm. um, like for me I would have my one of my main attributes is and what I hold myself quite high on um, is my ball carry I, I, I like I like carrying the ball I like trying to mm. whack people in that respect um, <laughs> so yeah so like I, I've, I, I like being quite confrontational in that area um, but yeah I was I mean don't get me wrong I was for my first start, I was very, very nervous about it. Yeah. Um, obviously not wanting to, not wanting to get a role wrong in that respect, um, which would be costly for the team and, and different things like that. But um, yeah, I was, I was, I was put it as I was content with my performance. I think I could have done things better. I could have, I think oh, there I was, I was, I was okay. Well, it's a long season, man. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see some, some even better performances from you throughout the season. Say in your mind then, perfectionist near Merrigan, what what does that look like? Is there a player that you've played with or that you've watched or that's in the premiership now that you think, yes, that's the sort of number eight that I want to be and I'm going to be in a few years' time? Mm. Um, I think it's, it's very difficult because I think you sort of, you, you always want to try and be your own type of player in that yeah, respect. Sure. Um, so like, because of my size, I, would, I probably would say I'm, I'm similar to to the uh, carrying ability of what Billy's like, for example. Um, but like, I, I'd like to, for me, I, I'd like to be able to use my footwork in different situations. Um, and if, if I'm fortunate enough to break, break a con break, like the initial part of the contact, get my arms free, look for an offload sort of thing. So, um, I don't necessarily have one specific player. I, I think, 
I'm very similar to like I I think I have a I like to think my game is is a mix of different players in the league in that respect. And is there a is there a player that's currently at Bath or maybe previously when you were coming through that you that you learn a lot from in in the back row or, or maybe not in the back row? Um, I've been I've been very fortunate, obviously, over the last going into my fourth season. I've I've obviously had the pleasure of working with like watching Toby Talupe play, um, mm-hmm. who was just like arguably arguably the best one of the best number eights in the world um and obviously seeing someone like zach as well um who isn't when you look at him doesn't look like he's the world's biggest biggest number eight but manages to stay on his feet like ridiculously it's it's (laughs) for such a tall guy as well a center of gravity is so low um so i but i've been fortunate as well like i've worked with miles i've worked with josh bayless um Underhill in different areas, Tom Ellis. Like, I've been very fortunate that the back row that I've worked with over these last four years have been very open in terms of if I need help, go f- like come and ask us. We're we're not going to push shove you away till we can get our stuff in. We're always always open to help you out, sort of thing. And I think you've been this season and previous seasons been kind of going to other clubs as well. I think Hartbury if I'm right in saying, yeah, yeah. and also some stuff with, with England under 20. What are you, are you still doing that this season? What, what, what are you fully with Bath? Kind of what's the, what's been the plan so far? Um, I think the, th- the thing has been, which Johan has come in and said, he wants like, he wants people to get game time. So um, I've, I've been, I played obviously the Prem Cup game against Gloucester Um and then I went the week before that. I was at I was at Hartbury um, and played played some minutes at Hartbury just to try and get obviously to try and keep the the engine ticking over sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I played played last week with with the first team. So um, it's it's a very sort of the schedule is it's a it's an open schedule sort of thing. It's it's sort of week by week. If you if you're in the mixer, you'll you like you'll know you're in the mixer. If not, you'll, I might be away with Hartbury that week, or, or vice versa. But it's obviously so difficult because we've been we've unfortunately been slammed with a lot of injuries so far this season. Yeah, um, I, I guess it's yeah. You you don't want it to be that way, but it's a great opportunity for for you, especially with yeah. the injuries being in that area. So yeah, we we want to see you in the blue, black, and white of Bath, not in the. I don't know what do they play red and black Hartbury is it red and white so um, <laughs> yeah yeah red and red and black yeah um yeah, red and black the the boy some of the boys that we did see in in blue black and white for the first time on Saturday were well, one of them was um Ollie Lawrence and Bath mm-hmm. have signed we touched on the podcast last week for Worcester players initially on short term deals I think it's confirmed now that Ollie Lawrence has signed for a longer term deal but kind of what have they what have they been like what have they brought to the squad since they since they arrived yeah I think it's I think obviously with so if I start with like with Valerie Valerie obviously was with us last year mm-hmm. so um, we know what he's like as a as a player as an individual sort of um, so we sort of understand and know what he's going to bring to the squad um, whereas someone like Ollie who I've only I've only known as like an international seeing him play sort of, but he's he's come in and he, he's energetic. He's he's wanted to get stuck in pretty much straight away. Um, I mean he showed 
is. Like he's he can do it all. He can carry the ball. He can make jackals, make make all his tackles, can distribute when he wants to. So um, yeah, I, I think he, I think he, it was it was it was a really good, really great showing from Ollie at the weekend. Um, obviously with with Fergus coming in. He, I only saw Fergus in, t- in two sessions, um, but he, he looks like a, a great lineup forward, um, and someone who obviously will be massively valuable to to the squad now with the, some of the losses we've we've unfortunately got. Um, and with Ted, uh, it's difficult to say because I've not seen him obviously training at the moment because he's he's had a, an issue with his his hamstring. I think he's just coming back with, but um, no, this be, I think it's. I think it's four great additions and I think it's additions that we've probably say that we've needed as well. Um, yeah. Especially with, obviously with Valerie Fergus and Ted, especially um, with the injury situation we've unfortunately had. Mm. What, what was that? I don't need to speak for them, but what was the, the kind of attitude that, that they brought? Obviously they've been through such a tough situation over the past month two months even longer at mm-hmm. Worcester was it a question of them coming in and appreciating the new lease of life or was there some like kind of did they need sort of picking up and and getting back going um, I'm not to be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure I I don't I think Johan touched on it obviously in, in the meetings when he introduced them and said and he said look it's it's really it's a shame what's obviously happened with your club obviously with with some of them, it's been their club since they were like when I first started in the academy, very very young. So, um, and it was their boyhood club. So, um, yeah, we. I mean, it's it's difficult to say, but I think obviously all of us were a bit empathetic with with yeah. what's gone on because it's obviously it'd be exactly the same if Bath were in that situation. It's you you never really want to see it. See a club uh, be in the situation that they they were unfortunately in, um, and then obviously what's happened in the last sort of the last 10 days is, is, is not been ideal by any stretch. So yeah, um, and I, I hope yeah, they'll just, come in and make a big impact to, to the, the guys for the, for, to the club for the, the time that they're all individually there. What, just as we, before we come on to talk about Saracens and the trip to the Stonex for, for you personally, is the season kind of, as you look as the season now, what could, what do you want to kind of achieve on a, on a personal level um, for uh, in a bath shirt? Um, I, th- I think the for me, obviously, I, I would love to. I'd love to play every single week. You think? I think everyone that's in it's in the squad would would love to tell you they they'd want to play every single week. So um, for me, I just got to keep. I just got to keep putting my best foot forward in in trainings. Um, it, if I get if I get an opportunity again um, to go out and play, I've got to, I've got to be at another level, which I was from my last game. Mm-hmm. Um, because ideally everyone wants to be everyone wants to be better than than their last time they played. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to take it. I think for me, I want to take it week by week. Um, like I say, keep keep working hard, keep training hard. Um, if I'm not in a mix or ask questions, find out what more I can do. Mm-hmm. If if I am in the mix, um, brilliant. But obviously I've got to go out and, and and show why I am and sort of get better from the, from the previous game. So I, th- yeah. Yeah. I think that's 20 minutes of, of really good positive stuff. And I want to try and keep it that way for the last sort of five or five or so minutes that we've got, even though we're going to talk about Saracens, obviously it's a massively daunting um, 
daunting fixture given the way that they've played over the, you know, kind of since they came back and in particular this season, four from four. And uh, yeah, what they did to, to Leicester in particular two weeks ago was, was seriously impressive. Um, I'm not going to kind of put you on the spot and ask if you're going to be involved or anything like that. So don't worry about that. But but kind of as you move through the the week, what what are you going to be focusing on, do you think, when it, when it comes to, to Saracens? Is it a question of looking at what they've done well and trying to stop that? Or is it just for now looking at uh, Gloucester and saying, right, what can we do better? Um, I think... So when when we go into a week, we'll we'll always we'll always review the game from the weekend. So uh, on Monday, for instance, it was obviously the Gloucester game, um, and then as soon as we've done our review and things like that, we'll we'll park like we park that pretty much, mm-hmm. and we 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 focus on the next week because in the day you can't change the past, can you? Mm-hmm. Um, so we get our review and we get our learning learnings from from the meetings and different conversations we have, and then. We look. We looked forward to the next to this week coming. Um, I think we obviously we, we understand with with Saris they've got a lot of a lot of star quality in their team um, all across the park. So um, it's gonna like we we understand it's gonna be a physical encounter. Um, Johan's made it made it very clear that the way and what he's learned from his coaching that when you play on a four G, it's it's a very different type of game to a to when you're playing on grass. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've, we've massively put an emphasis on, we need to get momentum and we need to stop momentum. Um, so obviously their, their main, their main players obviously being someone like Billy, for example, who will want to carry the ball as many times as he can and get momentum for the team. Same as Benel, McFarland, all the, all those, all those players, to name a few. Um, so, yeah, it, for us, it, it's it's massively important. We're we're confrontational, um, and we and we win our collisions because if you win your collisions uh, against a team like that, it will make it a lot. It will make it a lot easier. Um, and we've just got to make sure we're we're very clinical with when we have ball in hand and when we exit in in X Y Z really. So um, yeah, it's going to be a fast game, but I think I think it's definitely a game we're looking forward to. Um, going out there again and getting better from from the last week that's interesting that you kind of spoke about the the 4g there what what are they like like what do they hurt more like what's that um what's that like i mean i mean you i think a lot of people's views are very very different on it um <laughs> someone like myself i'm not i don't mind playing on it but my like my body takes a lot longer to recover than then say <laughs> playing on a playing on a grass pitch um but obviously like you would have seen or is that like joints what is is that um it, yeah it's it's probably it's for myself i'd probably say it's joints yeah um but i mean you you would have seen on on twitter and things with some of the burns people yeah. come out with on 4g pitches it's just it is just gruesome um so i think it's it's a very personal thing it's a very personal thing. I think if you asked any Saris boys, Newcastle, or that, they'd say, "Oh yeah, we 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 love it," um, <laughs> because they they're used they're used to it. So I think for people that aren't used to it, it it's a, a little bit of a shock. Um, but personally, for me, I, I have if <laughs> if I came off the pitch with four different burns, I probably would tell you, "Yeah, get rid of them." But um, <laughs> so it's, we're not, it's it's very difficult to say. We're not going to see you in some black tights. 
<laughs> no, no, that I don't think. I think uh, I'm, I might get a big, big old fine from the committee if I uh, <laughs> if I show up in some black tights. Yeah, that, would, that would anyone wear black tights? I don't know who who out of the squad do you think would be the most likely to get the black tights out? Oh God, um, probably someone like. I don't know, Max Joma, I reckon. <laughs> keep, keep his keep his knees up and all that sort of stuff. So well, Max yeah, probably someone like that, I, I would imagine. Max listens, so he's definitely yeah. happy for trading. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's probably, I'm probably going to get a message from him and he's just going to be like, what, what are you talking about, mate? Trying to wind me up. <laughs> yeah, he DC, I think it was Malin's, or maybe it will be Malin's, that, that wears the black tights. Yeah. I think you've got to be pretty good to wear black tights. I'm not saying you're not, but I think you've got to be. Uh, yeah, be uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, for a, a guy like Malins who's who's scored however many tries <laughs> on that pitch, uh, I think you can sort of let him get away with that one. When I watch Malins, I never see him get tackled for Saracens, so I don't know why he needs them to be honest with you. Maybe when he's sliding <laughs> to the corner, but he never yeah, seems true. to be involved with contact. Um, yeah, Naim, I think I think I'll let you go. Thank you um so much for for joining me there. Um really, really appreciate it. And yeah, hopefully we'll see far more of you um on the pitch this season and maybe again on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Awesome, mate. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Speak to you soon, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. A huge thank you to Naya Merrigan there uh, for joining me on the Bath Rugby Plug. And thank you for listening at Bath Rugby Plug on socials. Please do get in touch with us, bathrugbyplug at gmail.com as well. Yeah, another difficult week, I think, with um, Bath going to the Stonex on Saturday to play Saracens. But hopefully that's been half an hour or so of maximum positivity that I can give you. So I'm not going to get any more messages saying that I'm being too negative. And yeah, maybe in hindsight last week, I was a little bit negative. So hopefully you've enjoyed that one. Please do let me know. And I'll be back hopefully with Tom to discuss the game against Saracens that was and look ahead to all things blue, black and white in your feeds next week. Hit subscribe and they'll be delivered to your podcast. And as always, stick behind the boys through thick and thin. Thank you.